Hello, you're listening to recommendations for my otaku spouse or otaku susume. I'm Jen. And I'm Wesley. So let's get started. So once again, we're back into the world of manga, which I actually feel like we haven't gone back into the world of manga for a little while now. It has been some time, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time I have recommended Wes a romance manga. What? Yes. That seems backwards. Yeah, it really is. Normally that's my job. Yeah, it normally is. But this time I actually found a romance manga that I like and I was like, Wes, 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 as you are the apparent romance person of this relationship, because I clearly have no romantic bone in my body. Um, I was like, oh, Wes, you should... (laughs) God damn it. I was like, you should read this. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. And it was a bit of a struggle to get you to actually read it, though. And I don't Not know why. Entirely. So you recommended this to me, what, about a year ago, maybe? Yeah, like last winter. And I sat down and read the first half of Volume 1. Mm, that's not a good sign. And then it sat by my uh, side of the bed. For months until i put it back on the bookshelf and you put it back on the bookshelf because it was getting dusty and then you convinced me to give it another try yes mainly by convinced what i mean is you were sitting there with volume two next to me on the sofa just absolutely crying from laughter yes <laughs> like tears rolling down your face and i was like you need to read this so i can talk to you about this words ah! and you're like fine i'll read it shut up yeah that all sounds about right yeah so I read it. Oh, we haven't actually said what the manga is. Oh, that would help. Um, so in Japanese, it's Kawaii Take Janai Shikimori san. Or in English, um, it's uh, Shikimori is not just a cutie. Interesting. So following what seems to be a trend, quite a few manga nowadays are coming up with what they feel the English title should be and sticking it on their covers. Yes. And that's in this case, it's called translation. Shikimori is n- not just a cutie. No, that's what the official English name is. That is what the official English name is, yes. But much like Plus Size Elf is Elf Can't oh, into Diet or whatever. Yeah. This one is actually. So, like the Japanese. Miss Shikimori san isn't just cute. Yes. Miss Shikimori is not just cute. It's is not the, just cute. Yes, yeah, not. Cute. Is the Japanese English title for, written by Japanese people who don't know how English works. Rude, but it was true. No, but it is always interesting to see what they have translated their title to be, what they think, and what it turns into when Westerners get their hands on it. Yeah. In some cases, it's a minor change. I'd say this is a very minor change. In some cases, like plus size help, it's a major change. Hmm. And in some cases, it's just bad. Normally, whenever you have the word mob. Not mob, not mob Psycho 100, but when oh. you ha- well, that's it's almost the same thing, except for his character is also mob because he's a, a background character. Yeah. No, it's whenever you have katakana words. Mm, yeah. That's the danger zone right there. Wads. What? Wads. What? Wads. No. Danger no. zone. <laughs> you don't even like that show. I do. Oh, uh, in parts, I mostly like to annoy you with it. Oh, anyway, yeah, katakana. <laughs> words are the danger zone <laughs> no living with you is the danger zone <laughs> my sanity yeah it's a shame there's a pandemic and you can't go out and see anybody else <sighs> anyway so in the news they're talking about how the vaccine trials are going 
no, don't leave me. Freedom's just around the river bend. I'll explore once more. Oh, yeah, so whose life is difficult having to live with somebody who breaks into music every single five seconds? I actually quite like it. Please don't stop. <laughs> anyway, back to romance manga. Back to romance manga, indeed. No, so I had a very similar problem with this manga that you had with Komi-san when we did that review. Yes. Where it starts off incredibly one note and incredibly repetitive, and I didn't care. Yeah. Basically, the premise is... You've got a guy and a girl, and an odd twist of fate, they're not awkwardly dancing around each other, but it starts with him in a relationship. Dun-dun-dun. And we'll come back to that. But he likes her, she likes him, it's a cute relationship, yada yada. And the first line is, oh, my girlfriend. My yes. girlfriend is cute. Yes. But she's not, as the title implies, she's not just cute, she's also really cool. Yeah. And... So the first couple chapters are setting up situations to show, to have her show how cool she is. And then in some way he will say something about it and she'll be embarrassed or flustered, whatever. And the chapter ends. Well, the first few chapters are only four pages long. I just counted them. Fine. So the really, really, really short, get in, tell the joke, get out. Yes. But it's also very repetitive. Yes. It's not as bad as another manga that we've picked up recently that I can't remember the name of, but it's something about the girl I like needs glasses. Oh, yeah. Um, the girl who, sit next, who sits next to me forgot her glasses. Something like that. Something like that. And that one, I finished the entire first volume, and it's just the same one-note joke over yes. and over and yeah, over. Yeah, I don't, over I'm not interested in... Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> I'm not interested in getting any more of that. But we're not talking about that one. Yes. But so I got halfway through this one, and because it was kind of the same one-note jokes over and over, I had been, read it in one night, the first half of it. Mm -hmm. And I got through that, and I was like, I'm going to sleep. It made such an impact, you didn't touch it for eight months. Well, um, yeah, pretty much. I was kind of, I, I think I'd also, I think we picked up volume one the same time we picked up volume one of Glasses. Yes. And I'd read Glasses literally just before it. Oh, so, so it after, ruined it for you. Kind of, it was just after an entire volume of one note jokes. I had a half a volume of one note jokes, and I was like, that's enough of that. I'm going to sleep. Mm -hmm. So, that was the situation I found myself in. And there's always so much more to read slash do. Oh, yeah. That nothing dragged me back to it. Besides my nagging. And, well, not even your nagging. It was you sitting next <laughs> to me, literally dying of laughter one night. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. That's what dragged me back to it. Yay! <laughs> I should read manga in front of you more often. You always get embarrassed when you do, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, when you were also in tears because of Old Man and His Cat, but oh. those weren't happy tears. No, it was so, like, it, that was only embarrassing because you started taking pictures of me because I was crying. <laughs> like, ugly crying, Like, too. ugly crying. Like, big tears not coming down your chin. Thanks, Wes. I don't Little think they need that image. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Wes. But no, so I did read it, and... So you read the first two volumes? I read the first two volumes. And I read the first four volumes. So you're four volumes in? Yep. I'm not. Nope. Don't uh, tell me what happens. I'm not going... Does that mean you're going to read more of it? Presumably. Okay. So what did you think after the the beginning being a drag, and then you finally forcing yourself to read the first two volumes? It's still slightly one note, but they've introduced more characters... And they seem to be telling slightly more of a story. Unfortunately, 
they seem to be telling more of a story between his girlfriend and his mom than between him and his girlfriend, <laughs> which is a little bit weird. <laughs> Only in volume two. Yeah. But that's also where the story more starts to pick up and get away from the one-noteness of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, they introduce a couple other sides characters, some of their classmates and friends and his parents, as I said. But it's good enough and a quick enough read that I probably will continue reading volumes three and four, especially because they are just sitting there on our bookshelf. But it hasn't completely grabbed me yet. Fair enough. If we didn't have volumes three and four, I don't know if I'd be rushing out to buy them. Luckily, I am. <laughs> so there we go. Um. So one thing I have to agree with you is at the beginning is kind of a bit of a one note. And the reason it grabbed me was like, oh, this kind of steps away from traditional romance. And it's actually making me excited for the two main characters. Um, I like the fact that she, like Shikimori is cool she gets this like look she protects her boyfriend she supports him she has this really like sexy like ooh intense look i like it anyway it might not be everyone's cup of tea but i i that's a good thing i do feel they didn't need to make him so completely hopeless to show that though like he is not even just no he's not even a klutz they've like given him like bad luck bad luck magnetism <laughs> yeah. like the one day she's not around him he shows up again and he is just beaten to shreds and the friend who was around him and got sucked into the bad luck vortex is like traumatized and shaking and saying you're on your own getting home i can't do this anymore but that's the joke with a thousand yards now i get that but it, it just <laughs> feels like you don't like he's, that he's kind of the butt of the joke. No, I, I'm fine with that even. He's just too hopeless to survive. Like, yeah. it's almost to the point where it's hard to believe he made it to high school to meet her <laughs> without dying. I think there's a bit where his mom's staring at him and he's got just like a branch sticking out of his head. <laughs> yeah. I know there are some bits where he shines, but he does have a tendency to fall down and hurt himself a lot. I think, don't they also talk about like, having to get out of the way of cars and stuff that try to hit him and all sorts of weird stuff yeah so he's a bit accent prone yes and so a, Shik- a, a, Shiki- a bit <laughs> and shikimori is always there to save him and except when she isn't and like i said it's that the first few chapters of the first volume is only about four, four pages long and then it finally like the the pages start pages the chapters start getting longer and then the story starts kicking a little and i definitely feel like this is probably a very new mangaka I don't know if they probably made anything before. Maybe they were like, oh, this is a cute idea. I'm going to do a couple of pages. Oh, people like this. I'm going to do some more. Oh, people really like this. And now I have a manga series. Yeah, I'm a, I haven't done the research into it, but I am a bit curious because usually when you get a new mangaka. But we're in the age of the internet now. We are. So it makes me wonder, like, were these posted on Pixiv? Were they posted on Twitter? How did they first pages show up? Because mm. this also isn't. A completely minor imprint uh it's it's not you know jump or sunday or someone but it's not one of the super small imprints either and so you know commonly you'll see like a pilot chapter or something that's usually pretty long too like a pilot chapter will be longer than a regular chapter but this one as you said just has a couple of short things that feel more like a twitter post or a pixel post i mean being four pages means it could have easily been a twitter post which has a four image limit that's true yeah and this is, as you said, also the future now. So that is becoming more regular. There's another manga that you and I searched and searched and searched and recently picked up that is entirely posted on Twitter before it got published into a book. 
Yeah, that was that was really hard to get hold of because it was so popular. Their Twitter account is also followed by like tens of thousands of people. Yeah, so I mean, why not publish into a book, get that money, make that dosh. Exactly. Score that coin. Um, Accumulate that cash. Oh, wow. Okay, so Keigo Maki has uh, 332,000 followers on Twitter. So I think you might be right. Yes, yes, this was a Twitter manga. Aha, so the first one started off as Twitter posts, and then someone decided to pick it up and be like, hey, yeah, we'll pay you. Yeah. Nice. Which is actually kind of what uh, Tomo-chan is a girl. I keep wanting to say Tomo-chan is a boy. No, Tomo-chan Tomo- is a girl. Tomo-chan is posted every day on Twitter, but that or was posted every day on Twitter, but that's also how that publisher works. All their other manga are the same way. Mm. And the artist for Tomo-chan was an established mangaka beforehand. Oh, okay. Just in slightly less public circles. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Fair enough. So totally different inroad to the scene, if that makes sense. Phrasing? Anyway, um, so yeah, I do think you. I do think that we're right. This is probably a very new mangaka, and they got popular, and then they released it. But the art's really good, and I, I don't. Uh. So the pacing is kind of weird. I loved volume two the most so far. Volume two was definitely better than volume one. But if you're telling me it's better than volume three and four, I'm slightly wary. Um. Well, it kind of volume two I found hilarious, particularly because of the scene with the cat. Oh, she's gone again. <laughs> anyway, um, but volume three kind of introduces the very typical romance tropes or like rom-com manga tropes with like the school festival and a summer festival. And it's like, okay, it's these things that we've seen a bajillion times again. Those are things we've seen a million times, but... But this has a twist to it, which I I still find interesting. Okay. And entertaining. For me, I'm okay with those being in things like this because those are an everyday fact of life in Japan. Going to, I mean, like I was going to the grocery store the other day. And by the other day, I mean probably about a month and a half ago, two months. I don't know. Time has been flying. Time has been very odd recently. (laughs) And the local elementary school was completely all set up for their sports day festival. Yes. And they had all the different chairs set up for the different color teams and there were parents there with lunches and the kids all had different color hats and it's it's a thing you may go oh it's just like my anime but the anime is based on reality the tropes that always get to me in romance manga that i hate with a passion usually boil down to misunderstandings Mm. hate them so much so much stupid misunderstandings that could be easily resolved if you weren't trying to drag it out. But I was hoping that by having the start with them already in a romance, you could avoid some of that. You do. Ha-ha! Victory. No, especially, like, um, actually, I didn't like Volume 3 as much, but I'm flicking through Volume 4 now, and I really liked Volume 4 because they introduce um, a story for that volume. Like, the mangaka's actually learning and um, has paced a story from the beginning of the manga to the end of the volume. And so you have kind of a contained story that keeps you reading through each of the chapters. But when you finish the volume, you're like, oh, that, that was satisfying. And one of the big things in it is characters actually talk to each other. And it's really, really sweet. But not the characters that you think they're going to be. I don't want to I don't want to spoil any more for you. But yes, characters, I think that's OK. So one of the things I really, really like about this series is that it's not just cute. And Shikimori isn't just really sexy. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me this series 
isn't just a cutie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but also that um, uh, Shikimori and oh god, what was the main Izumi? Shikimori and Izumi actually talk to each other, and they talk to their friends, and they understand each other on a level that you never really see in relationships. Like they really know each other, and they really, really like each other. And I feel like it breaks a lot of the stereotypes for romance, not just as a as a relationship, but also on like gender levels. By saying that they never that, that they understand each other more than a relationship, I hope you're talking about like fictional, 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 fictional manga relationships. Fictional manga relationships. Yes. Hopefully, people getting into relationships will learn something about the other person in that relationship. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully, but it, there is a thing where sometimes you get. Uh, just people just date for the sake of dating because it's expected of them. At least, I don't know. I'm probably reading into some people that I met, their relationships probably too much. Um, but it, it seems like communication is lacking, like you said, a lot of misunderstandings in romance manga because it creates tension or like people being sendere. And it's like, just talk to each other. But it's like, that's the thing I really like is that it also feels like you're jumping in in the middle of a series because they're in their second year. They've already been dating for a while. So they know each other really well and their friends know them really well. And they, they keep referring to things that happened in the first year, but you don't know because you weren't there. And it's kind of, that gives it a level of intrigue as well. At least later on. I like when series do that. That was actually, we've had this discussion off tape, but... It's not tape, I know. (laughs) How did you know what I was thinking? Because I know you, Jen, because we're in a relationship. (laughs) What? No, that was one of my biggest complaints with Demon Slayer, to to get off subject. Yeah, yeah. Was... I know what you're going to say. The first two episodes were... I mean, the first episode was fine. And then the second episode, I've only watched it, not read it. Don't get on my back. I'm not going to read it. I'm done with it. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, the second episode was one of the worst episodes in anime I've seen in a long, long time. Now, I'm a guy who drops a lot of anime as soon as I don't like it, so take this with a grain of salt. But the second episode of Demon Slayer, assuming I'm remembering right, and that was his training episode with the old man, was such a garbage episode. And part of the reason why I hated it so much is because it would have been the perfect plot point to have these flashbacks if you have an entire year's period to flashback Two to. Years. Two, two years, years. whatever however long it was i don't care it would have been the perfect <laughs> point for them to flash back to to explain things for new techniques or new ability or whatever but they put in just enough detail that you can't do that while at the same time just oh it was so bad and it ruined the pacing it was such garbage so if you want to jump me in like in media res as it's sometimes called to a story that's in progress but not like super in progress so you don't feel out of place because if you put someone like right in the middle of the action, then you have to have a flashback to explain how you got there. But if you put them into a point where there's just an established world, that's totally fine. Mm. And then if you want to add something, you've got time to do it. Don't info dump and then go on with the story. Yeah. Or don't skip two years while your sister's sleeping because we can't be bothered to write a story for her for two years so anyway, she's asleep. A horrible episode. But getting back to this. <laughs> So yeah, so if you tell me it's year two and there's two people who have been dating for some amount of time. Probably a few months. Yeah. I'm totally fine with that. That's a great place to start it. And it gives you a lot of open, available backstory to dig into. Like I was saying earlier, it's a slight complaint. Um, Izumi's troubled childhood full of 
getting hit by cars and (laughs) and stuff like that you know it there's open space to play with without feeling like you have to squeeze it in or do this or do that Mm -hmm. so totally fine with that and i mentioned it before but the other thing i really really like about this series is that it breaks um not just relationship stereotypes in rom-com but also gendered stereotypes especially in japanese stories some of them some of them but yeah it kind of does a thing where it reinforces them by like there's a bit where Izumi is really good at cooking and sewing and everyone's like, wow, you're Joshi Roku, Roku, your like girl power is so high. Like That was beautiful. I haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. But it's, it's related just... to exactly what I was going to say in that, oh, look, she has to make him a bento one day. Yes. And she can't cook. So yeah. they kind of, I, I like how he is very in touch with his feelings. He can cook, he can sew, but I don't appreciate the comments from other characters being like, oh, wow, you're such a, like you have all these feminine qualities you're such a girl when you'll be the perfect bride yeah and it's like no just let a guy have those qualities without him being you know the female of the relationship and on the flip side you've got shikimori who's like really cool which you know a friend of mine whose um daughter is probably i want to guess about six um but going to school now and apparently she was complaining on Twitter how her daughter had come back and said girls weren't allowed to be cool. And she's going to school in Japan because I guess even from a young age, they're taught, oh, boys can be cool, but girls can't. And so it's nice to have a manga where it's like, oh, no, girls can be cool as well. But as soon as Shikimori does something publicly cool, she, she becomes the object of fancy for all the girls in school. Yeah. They're all instantly going, like, oh, you're so cool, which means... We want to You're date you. dateable. Yeah. It's the same thing you see in uh, Your Name. Yeah. When he's in her body playing basketball. And all of a sudden she's like, why are girls confessing to me? Yeah. And he's like, because I'm cool, even though I'm <laughs> you. Uh, so it's twisting the gender, the Japanese gender stereotypes, like you're saying, while well, at the same time reinforcing them, them in, the same, yeah. in the same vein. Yeah. yeah. It's getting the one-two punch. Opening you up to be like, oh, yeah, they're breaking it. And then getting you right in the solar like, plexus. Oh, no, they're not. Like, damn it. So close. <laughs> but I do I do think this does a better job of breaking certain gendered stereotypes than another manga, which is actually about gender. And it's like, oh, it's so frustrating. That's called like Sebetsu uh, no Mona Lisa, something like that. Um, where the, the whole idea about that universe is that you don't have a gender until you're a certain age. And then you kind of pick you can kind of choose what gender you're going to be, but there are still all of these very, very, very Japanese gendered stereotypes where they that they kind of adhere to, and it's really annoying. And I think this does a much better job of breaking those stereotypes than anyway. I'm just going on a rant about this other manga now. Bah! Bah! <laughs> <laughs> there's probably a topic for another podcast, but there's a whole swamp of sex and gender and stereotypes in modern public discourse that we could easily explore through manga like this where it is very much a do they or don't they apply and the same person will say both answers depending on how you ask the question Mm. it's very interesting in public discourse right now and it's probably not something we want to get into on this one well i i think just one thing that I think the reason we're having such trouble discussing this, at least with Shikimori-san, is the fact that it's it's not black and white. It's very grey. And so I think that's definitely see that in Shikimori, where it's like, oh, great, they're breaking the stereotypes, and then they d- 
do a like a sucker punch and you're like oh wait no no now it's back again yeah and it's like it's it's gray in that sense especially when you have like your culture or at least a large number of the population who expect certain things and it's like ah like i get that's a joke at times but at other times it's like ah you were so close but it's not something interesting i think that's something though that western readers can also relate to because i think that's a very big issue in the west as well so with this coming out in the west or having come out in the west yeah it just came out october 27th published by kodansha yeah oh Uh, if it's published by kodansha there's a I don't know if there's a physical copy or a digital only because they can go either way. This year has been really weird too. Yeah. Like I know with Seven Seas in the West, they did a big digital release for a bunch of things with physical releases to follow because this year is weird. Yeah. But no, and... it, it just, it, yeah, Volume 1 just came out in the West. Yeah. Finding out who published it though is a pain in the ass because when I Googled it, of course, I got all the pirate sites. I was like, damn it, pirate sites, go away. <laughs> anyway. Go to Amazon, find it there, scroll down, and check out the publisher. That's what I did in the end. <laughs> Not that we're saying you have to buy it from Amazon. Do support your locals. Go find someplace small and cute and out of the way. That, like, you walk in and it smells like paper. Mm, but if you're shops. looking for information on books, Amazon. abuse the hell out of Amazon, and then go support your locals. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, slight detour there. What were we talking about? Shikimori-san. Oh, yeah, Shikimori-san. <laughs> Who's not just a cutie. She's also an ass kicker. Yeah, she's so cool. <laughs> so was there anything else about this? Oh, the friends. The friends. Okay, I need to talk about the friends. Uh, are we going to talk about the fact that her best friend is named Cat and his best friend are, is named Dog and they get on together like dogs and cats and are constantly fighting? I never noticed that. What? <laughs> Nekozaki and Inuzuma, Inuzuka? Oh, you're right. I didn't notice that. That's great. They're 100 And that's why they're always like... Having little spats, yeah. Uh, that was a cute little thing I noticed. And then they have, okay, so my favorite friend is the other friend. Oh, the small chill one. She has exactly the same facial expression in every single panel you see her in. The small chill one, yeah. No, I... Everyone. We're both translators. What? And so when I saw things like the two friends being dogs and cats, I really, really enjoyed it, but I immediately had this thought going... Shoot, that's a language joke that's going to get lost. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's nothing you can do with that. Or you just have dense people like me who didn't even notice in the first place. Look, she has exactly the same facial expression. I know, I know. It's adorable. The small chill one, yeah. I forgot what her name is. I just said small chill. (laughs) Come on now. Now, my favorite scene with her is when they're like trying to decide what they want to do for summer. I'm like, oh, we want to go to the beach. And they're like, wait, we can go to the river. Wait, the river's dangerous. Wait, we'll come up with something. And they're like, so what do you want to do? She's like, I just want to go to people's house and chill indoors. That's where we've got AC. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they have, um, so Izumi and the chill friend are like the indoor group who are really, really bad at sports. And then everyone else is like really energetic and outgoing and sporty. Uh, I love it because you have friends like that. You're, you're like, the friend group tends to be like a mixture. And I'm really upset that I can't remember what this other girl's name is. <laughs> she always has the same expression. I did find it a little weird that they just kind of pop up out of nowhere. Ah, I found it, found it. Her name's Yui. Well. Hachimitsu Yui. I don't know. They didn't really just. So as we said before. Like the story kicks in in volume two and that's yeah. where they pop up. But as we said, I mean, there's nothing happens in volume one. That is you true. do meet Inuzuka in volume one, but you don't get introduced to him. You don't know his name. There's just, he's used as a plot point to show how cool Shikimori-san is in volume one. 
during the Setsubun chapter. Mm, yeah. And then later when he's actually introduced in volume two with the rest of her friends, they put in a little bubble and be like, hey, you saw this guy back in volume one during the Setsubun chapter. Remember him? Oh, yeah, you do. And uh, it's kind of like, uh, I guess technically, yeah, I remember someone who was drawn like him, but you didn't give me a name for any of these characters. So sure, <laughs> why not? It counts. It kind of reminds me of um, Watakoi, Love is Hard for Otaku. Where for the first, I want to say maybe four or five volumes, maybe even up to volume six, the side characters have no faces. Like, they have co-workers, but every single time the co-workers talk, their speech bubbles cover their faces, so you never see what they look like. Oh, I thought you were just going to say the co-workers were named A, B, C, and D, yeah, or whatever no. it was. Yeah, when the, yeah, the co-workers are also called A, B, C, and their boss is D. It's like, Abba-san, yeah. Baba-san, like... <laughs> it's like oh, wow you really did not want to put any effort in any side characters and they're like damn now i need to actually introduce some side characters to add a little bit of variety okay i guess i would draw them faces like six volumes in off topic from shikimori but if we look at wotakoi as being from the point of view of the guy it makes total sense yeah because he doesn't care about anybody <laughs> yeah apart from his friends oh, and his video games and his video games <laughs> Okay, so I have to admit that one other thing that I really love about this series is it just makes me feel so, like, oh, Kyun. Yeah, it's like, it makes me feel more. Like, it makes me smile when I read it, and that's a big deal when it comes to romance because I don't normally feel that. Like That's because so many romance manga in this country are just frustrating. Yes, and I'm sorry that uh, I still need to get back into reading Komi-san, but it's it's a chore because of all the text and the hard-to-read font. That is a big difference. Komi-san is incredibly dense text-wise, and this one is definitely not. Yeah, so I this is a lot easier to read. I can easily sit down and go through a volume of this without trying in an evening just by chilling on the sofa. And that's kind of what I want from a romance. I want something that's funny and easy to read and relaxing. Komi-san, I guess, technically is a romance, but it, especially nowadays in the more modern chapters, but a lot of it's just comedy as well. Comedy? Ooh. No, <laughs> but it is, it's weird in that... Well, that's, that's do, why it's a rom-com. But I, like, we were talking about gender stereotypes. Yeah. And one of the big gender stereotypes is that if you want a romance manga, go buy shoujo. Yes. But shoujo has the worst romance manga. I don't get it. Yeah. Because it's like, if you want pleasing, happy romance manga, don't buy shoujo. No. Go if, find some if you shonen want, comic. If you want an unhealthy relationship, go buy shoujo comics. I mean, even the ones that I like, like um, uh, Kaicho-san. I can't remember the full name of it. Kaicho-san made, made sama. sama. Kaicho made sama, yeah. It's not a healthy relationship, really. And it's got a lot of issues. Yeah. And, but it's still the closest thing to a... I mean, there's like, like one scene where she's like almost assaulted by another school. Yeah. Yeah, it's got issues. But it's, it's... I mean, at least it concludes. And they get married in the end. Yeah, spoilers. But Sorry. Sorry. But it, it's just... Uh, I guess I, I guess my love story, Monogatari, I think we both really enjoyed... I still haven't finished it. But the only way I'd post that as a shoujo manga is merely the fact that it was published by Margaret or Alice or whoever it was. Hanayome. I can't remember. One of the big three. But it, it just... We haven't read shoujo in a long time, have we? Like actual shoujo published by a shoujo publisher. No, it's because it, half the time you pick one up, you're like, this might be... I, I tried to read shoujo recently. 
And by recently, I mean the past couple of months. Oh, wow. I saw one that it would appeal to me greatly. It's getting published in the West. And I actually, I saw the notice that it was being published in the West. And I was like, I'm going to read this. Everything about this looks like it'd be right up my alley. I got one chapter in and said, heck no, and I dropped it. What happened? It was all about a romance between an adult and a high schooler. Oh, yeah. Pushed by the high schooler, and the high schooler clearly knows that what she's doing is super sketch, because she's like, oh, but i got to hide the fact that I'm a high schooler from this guy and not tell him, which would be a big issue for the dude. Yeah. Well, and, not in Japan, but yeah. Uh, if it gets found out, even still, yes, then. That's true. And I'm just like, what? How? But it, it's not addressed as an issue. Mm. Like, clearly she knows it is one because she's hiding it, but... I'm just like, that is... Yeah, attitudes about that kind of stuff is weird. Like, I was reading a a novel recently about this Japanese woman who lives in the UK, and there's one point where she... They're talking about how a girl at her son's school had run away from home, and I was like, oh, no, she's, like, apparently run away before. And the mum makes, like, an internal monologue about how, oh, well, girls at the age of 16 need to experiment, and she knows loads of, like got friends of hers who got pregnant at a young age and i'm like no that's not okay (laughs) why are you saying this kind of stuff so i I don't know maybe just general attitudes between we're touching on so many touchy subjects in this podcast (laughs) i guess i don't know there's the other one that i forgot the name of where and again it's you get all these situations and uh, someone's gonna call me on it so i'll Probably headed off of the past here. Yes, I am the horrible imperialist Westerner looking in on another culture and judging it. <laughs> so let's get that out of the way. But I, what was the other one? There was one that I actually, I kind of enjoyed simply because the girl stood up for herself, which is in shoujo manga, like That's a big actually deal. a rare situation, unfortunately. And But even the situation that got her to the point where she could stand up for herself was just weird. It was... She's forced into a marriage meeting with her dad's boss's son, but it was supposed to be with her older sister, and the older sister was like, I'm not doing that. But just like the fact that the boss told his employee, I've got a son, you've got a daughter, let's set up a marriage meeting, Mm. as though there's not some weird power imbalance and all that. Mm. And then when the older sister is out, it's like, heck no. He's like, okay, high school age, younger sister, you're now you're tagged in try to act older than you are so he doesn't find out and I'm like, what what the heck is going on? and then like, like why would you do that to your daughter <laughs> yeah and i mean I, again the whole power imbalance he's gonna get fired if he doesn't and all that kind of weird stuff but it was still it's like luckily she doesn't really put up with it and lets her feelings be known and she's strong-willed and all that but it was it's just yeah and of course the guy goes what strong-willed woman that can't be and so he that you know that sets off the plot yeah so then he just like starts showing up outside her high school in his fancy car with tons of money and bouquets of and i just it's just and that that's like a manga i read um (sighs) that was recommended to me because of watokoi and i think i told you about it i was like oh god this is the worst ever it's about a high school girl who helps out a businessman and he falls in love with her and he stalks her and she's like, no, get the hell away from me. And he's like, oh, you're being so funny and romantic. Ah, ha, 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 I'm going to keep stalking you. And it's like, no, this isn't romantic. <laughs> this is creepy. Shoujo manga is fucked up. 
Maybe we need to get into some more like actual. I know hunt down some nice romance shoujo manga. Shikimori. Shikimori. Shikimori is good. I know, but Shikimori is a cute. If you like cute romance, you will love Shikimori. You just have to get past the first volume, and then the romance, and then it's just ah, uh, I know it makes me happy, and it makes me forget about all these really miserable manga that we've tried reading <laughs> that have really unhealthy relationships. Yeah, and go uh, read slash watch my life as a villainous all roots lead to doom. Yeah, <laughs> which we did an episode about. We did hundred percent. That's a great romance. Uh, Harem? That's a great harem? Reverse harem. I it can't be a romance because the main character is too dense to realize it. That's true. Oh, yeah, romance. Reverse romance. Reverse harmon. I don't know. Harmon? It's great. Oh, my God. It's great. Uh, but again, not shoujo. But I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that romance stories are being made for the general audience, which includes guys. Because, again, there's a little stigma against guys who read shoujo. Well, I think it's a good thing, but I also sit there and now just second glance the pink side of the manga section. Yeah, I don't think I've ever wa- I've wandered into the pink side in forever unless I'm getting to the BL section and I have to go through <laughs> the shoujo section to get to it. Yeah, but it's just, <laughs> like you're saying, there's a stigma against guys who are reading shoujo. Mm. And you see a lot of girls in the shoujo section. Mm-hmm. Which is also a shame. Just, Just... Give me something good to read. It's all I want. <laughs> I do, but then again, I, I think there's a stigma, but there's also, I think if I saw a guy in the shoulder section, I wouldn't, uh, it could just be me, but I wouldn't judge. You kicked me out. No, I warned you because you're wandering to the BL section and you get embarrassed when you wander into there. I followed you into the BL section to help you find a book once and you told me, oh, there's other people here. You should leave so they don't get, no. they don't feel awkward about you being here. No. That totally happened. I can tell you the bookstore, <laughs> I can tell you the floor, I can tell you the area on the floor we were in. Okay. Seven I... years ago, Fukuoka, Tenjin, Junkudo. Wow. You got a better memory than me. I sorry, <laughs> I thought that you get embarrassed when you go into there, so I warn you when you're about to wander in. I wasn't trying to kick you out. Or maybe I was trying to kick you out seven years ago because I was still embarrassed by you seeing me on the street in front of other people. Anyway. But yeah. No, Shikimori-san was fun, though. I just... Need to be in the mood for it. Well, that, but I, it, it does remind me of this whole thing where showing the chase in a romance mm. from both sides, you know, showing watching a romance form both before it's formalized and afterwards is definitely an after-formalized growing, which is great. But seeing it before a romance, before a relationship is formalized is a lot of fun. But as with anything, you have to have payoff. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the reasons that I can be so turned off of a lot of manga romances is you never get the payoff. Or when you do, it's on the last page, and that's just... That's it. it, That's it. You don't even get, like, the Prince Adam turning human again, and then you can see them having a dance while the annoying little kid goes, are they going to live happily ever after? It's just done. Like, final page is something happens. And if it happens in a reasonable amount of time, it's not too bad, I guess. But when you get some of these manga that drag it on forever, it's horrible. <laughs> You're thinking of, uh, oh no, what was it called? Kimi Totoke. Skip Beat. Skip Beat. That's what any I was of them. Of. Too many of them. So. It's refreshing. It is. It's refreshing. It's fun to see a relationship. And it's enjoyable to read a relationship. That because 
it doesn't have so many pitfalls feels more real because of it. Mm. I'm not saying every relationship is a stroll in the park or, you know, an easy breezy, but if your relationship has much trauma as the Kimi Totoke one, mm. someone's that. sending you flags, buddy. Start paying attention. <laughs> That's an unhealthy relationship. I mean, I wouldn't say their relationship's all sunshine and roses because, like I said, volume four kicks off with an interesting plot that goes from start to finish, but <gasps> it's good. I, yeah. Well, I hope you I read, read more that. and now I need to buy more volumes because I think in Japan there's like six or seven volumes out now. All right. No, then. six volumes. Six Number six came out last month. Okay. So I need to buy the next two. So what you're saying is you're behind. But when you put it like that, that sounds like a bad thing. I'm pacing myself. Okay, let's go to the monk's show tomorrow. <laughs> uh, anyway, we went on a huge rant about romance manga that I was not expecting to go on. Sorry about that. I like romance manga. You judge romance manga. <laughs> I Okay, let me redo my statement. <laughs> I like good romance manga. I want more good romance manga. If it's not good, I don't read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. That is me. For anyone who's never seen me, just imagine the guy from Ratatouille, but instead of being obsessed with French cuisine, I just sit there sneering at the shoujo section of bookstores. <laughs> yeah, it's just pretty accurate. <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoyed this uh not yeah, this this weird ranty episode of Otaku Susume or recommendations for my Otaku spouse. Um I was Jan. I was Wesley. And you can find us on Twitter at Anybrose Creative. Or you can find us at the website, www.anybrosecreative.com. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.